action. So tell us about your beef with Apple. Okay. Well, you've been alluding to I've it been for alluding a few to it. weeks, few episodes, <laughs> and people's interests are either peaked or they, they don't, don't care. care at all. <laughs> but either way, they're going to hear about I, it. Exactly. Uh, so I have some good with Apple. Like I was telling you about their new MacBook Air that I really, really like. It's like a black it's color. It's a good thing because they were just about to lose you and you were just they about were. to buy an they HP. They had me. They didn't lose me that far. <laughs> <laughs> you were gonna buy a Dell? No, they haven't lost me that far yet. That'd be a lot. They'd have to really do something bad. <laughs> I don't know what they would do, but they'd have to do something bad. Um, Can I get an Asus? This is the best computer on the market. I've heard that before. Anyways, <laughs> really? I've yep, I've heard that before. And yep. Anyways, <laughs> the person had good intentions. It's all right. Um, but yeah, they, okay. So I've been saying for a very long time and we had this conversation. Remember when we had the conversation at like 4 a.m. in the morning and you were like, I w- we were talking about, we wish that you could send a message later. Like you could. Yes. Yeah, schedule sending. What is they, what do they come out with? That's their brand new invention no, to the iOS messaging. Why do they listen to me for that? And they didn't listen to me. I still don't have a tater tot emoji. The, you're not shouting it loud enough, I guess. <sighs> I don't know. Fine. Because, okay, so that's Big coming brother, out. I know you're listening. Listen, we're, we are recording with a MacBook Pro. I have mine, too. We are recording with an iPad. Is that an Air? I think so. An iPad Air thingy that's attached to our soundboard because we have a wireless soundboard. With an Apple Pencil in with it. With an Apple Pencil <laughs> in it and two iPhones. <laughs> and, and I have my MacBook, my old girl. And yes, and I airdrop from my MacBook Pro to your <laughs> so they're talking. old MacBook. So, I mean, there's enough items listening <laughs> that you should be able to hear right here on June 10th. That you want a tater tot. 10.37 a.m. that I desire a tater tot emoji. Gosh. Maybe with the new, steal my ideas. the new and set I of emojis, they will. I know that within the last year, I have said that they should bring back You've that. said it a few times. You've texted it, so it's been writing, and you... Yes. <laughs> opening mail? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why. Jen's got to open her mail right now. <laughs> Stand by. Hold on. She's a multitasker. No, I have said <laughs> that I want them to bring back the magnetic charger. Oh, yeah. So they're bringing that back. <laughs> you good? Okay. <laughs> So they're bringing back a magnetic charger, which is everyone was saying that nobody liked uh, USB-C or whatever they had. Fine. We adapted. Right. It was the way of the future. Fine. Less ports. Got it. They're bringing it back. Anyways, they always do this. I they took away the touch bar. Is a good thing. Less ports just means you have more to dongles. buy more dongles and adapters. But I think the way that they wanted that. Oh a goat. Aw. You're supporting a goat. Oh, I'm supporting a family that has, has a goat. Goats. Nice. Yes, because if you give a family a pregnant goat, then they can have then, the, yeah. Yeah, then they can support we bought, their family. One time we bought a family, we did like a water buffalo fan fund with our family, <gasps> and it was really fun. We Everybody bought someone has a water bottle. A water buffalo. Yours is. Anyways, Yours is fast and mine is slow. Where did they come from? I don't Let know. Let me get to. There's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. There's more with Apple. Okay. So. Then I was talking to my friends the other day on FaceTime and I said, oh, I have a million dollar Apple idea. Okay, go. And I said, this was before their WWDC event that they held every year. And their I don't billion, even know what that is. But. It's, it's an event that they hold every year in their billion dollar Palo Alto Apple Tropolis mega perfection. Okay. The Venue elite or? of the elite can go. Yeah, it's their, oh, okay. it's their like Apple campus. 
and it's a circular Ooh. dome and it's literally a billion dollars in the wealthiest neighborhood in the whole United States, I think, like okay. Palo Alto or whatever. Anyways, uh, so they have their thing and they're doing like, and I said, I have a million dollar idea. I think Apple needs, like Apple has needed to be able to delete messages if you send them, like a text message. You like should unsend? be unsend. Oh, so, and you, dang, and, oh, dang. And you should be able to edit. I've always said that. You should be able to edit a message. Like if you misspell something, yeah. you should be able to edit it. Okay. Like there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to do that. Okay, I'm like, What are this. they doing? Uh-uh. Our brand new iOS software. You can unsend up to 15, after you send a text message, up to 15 minutes you can delete something. Wow. And you can edit it. And I don't think it ever matters. You could edit any of your text messages. Are you kidding me? That's an interesting. Are you kidding me? Huh. They're thinking they're all smart. I, invite me to the Silicon Valley. I'll come down there and tell huh. you some ideas. Because they just stole three of them. <laughs> I'm sure other people have said this too, but still. Big Brother's been listening. So I mean, obviously, but like, am I going to buy it? Yeah, I'm going to use it every single day. It's going to mm-hmm. be amazing. I love it. And they're like, Apple is alluding, I think, to. But what if you were like, what if, I mean, I could just, I'm just thinking of the ways that that can be like abused. Like, say you send a text message like, hey, we're going to meet at nine o'clock. And then. You show up at nine o'clock, but I'm late, so I edit my text message to, t- well, to say nine thirty. I'm sure it's gonna say, "I'm." Sh- oh, yeah, it probably. Yeah, it's gonna definitely be the views. Uh, you be like show edits or something. I'm wondering if it's gonna show like yeah, as, you like know, on like Facebook, on Facebook, Insta- there's a show, there's a show, edits. and like on Instagram, it says like edited or whatever. I'm sure it's gonna. Be, I'm sure it'll be something like that. Can you see that it was edited? I'm wondering because on Facebook it says know. show edits, and you can see all the edits. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, Facebook is we'll highfalutin. See. Well, as soon as Apple comes out with their new iOS 16 or whatever. I'm super excited about scheduling text messages. Cause, I know. Because whenever I work graveyard, I always want to text somebody. And I'm like, no, 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 Jen. It's 2 in the morning. <laughs> They're not up. Um, I'm going to wait till 7. And then at 7 o'clock, I forget. And, and then, then I go home and go to bed. And then I forget. And also, like, I've been saying this. Because with email, you can unsee something. So you can still have the notification there. Yeah. Why didn't they done that with iMessage? Well, now they do. Now they can do it with iMessage. You can unsee, you can read it, the text message, and then be like, oh, I need to text them back later. Unsee it. So then you still have the notification. Mm. So you remember to text them back. Because I do that all the time with you, especially. I read it, like when I'm doing something, put my phone down, and then I forget to text you back because it yeah. gets buried in the whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. if I could undo that and unsee it, then I could be like, oh, yeah, I need to text Jen back or I need to text whoever back. It's just simple things that they're doing that everyone's like, oh my gosh, that is revolutionary. That probably Google's been doing for longer and Microsoft's been doing for umpteen jillion years. But mm-hmm. once Apple does it, they just do it better and it just works better. <laughs> they do. They take old things and make it better. That's what they do. Hmm. Every once in a while, they revolutionize the world and bring the iPhone, but very few. Yeah. And they kind of save their stuff till good. But their, their Apple CarPlay features are getting like so, a whole okay, thing. So now, and like okay, so now, okay, I said, it's what's amazing. your beef with Apple? And you started my talking about My beef is that they're taking the... my stuff. They're take, they didn't invite me to Silicon Valley. I didn't get an invite. <laughs> <laughs> they, if they're listening, because I've allowed Siri to listen, I said yes to having Siri listen to me. <laughs> so why... Why am I not getting an invite? It's easy. They could send me a text message. Be like, not you're invited. a bajillionaire sage. I guess not. Gotta be a bajillionaire sage. <laughs> but I'm a consumer of... I'm not an elite of Apple, I guess. <laughs> uh, what year's your iMac? 2015. She's old. Exactly. She's retro. You're She's vintage. <laughs> not one of their elite buyers. I am not. I am not. Sorry. If I had the money, I would You be. have never camped <laughs> I know. I've always wanted to, though always wanted to do that at the release of the iphone 13 mm-hmm. 
Well, their new iPhones is just like it's a dime a dozen. Like it's like, come on, let's let's slow it down. But they just they want to make their money, and I I get it. And I think they haven't invited me because I talk smack about them too. I'm like, no, they need to figure this out. It went downhill. I'm pretty ever sure since that you had Steve a beef Jobs with them. Died. You had a beef with them like a month ago. Is this the same beef that you're mad that you didn't get invited? Probably. Oh. <laughs> I'm always having beef. No, I had beef with them or your about. Your beefs were about the features that they're now fixing, and now you're like, yeah, the you're ones that they're get fixing. I was mad about AirDrop not working. I'm like, this is your pride and joy. Make it work. Uh, Make you're FaceTime using a work. seven-year-old computer. Yeah. Make it work. It's Apple. It should be working. <laughs> that's what they're known for be known for the good products that you make anyways my rant's over with (laughs) i love apple still let's talk about your boy chad okay so i saw an instagram post chad veach he pastor zoe church in los angeles california los angeles and he also has a podcast podcast called leadership lean in and it's really good he has some really good people on there i like listening to it he's in a beautiful high rise in los angeles and it's aesthetically very nice um, mm-hmm. And he's kind of like a celebrity pastor too. Like he's always with Justin Bieber. He's always with the Kardashians. He's always he just married the one, one of the Kardashians. He did. Julia's a Kardashian. No, 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 no. He married like he married. Oh. them. <laughs> no, no, like, no. Okay. She looks like them. Like she lo- kind of looks like them. But uh, he married like he did. Oh, the, he performed the performed ceremony. The ceremony. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, I'm like gotcha. he whatever that is. He performed the ceremony. Okay. <gasps> also, I think he's on preachers with sneakers. He's always featured on them. And I'm pretty sure he's on, oh my gosh, Nathan Finocchio, Pinocchio. Uh-huh. <laughs> but a thing on that there's one with like watches or whatever. And I, and I saw him is? on the watch one. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't it's know that there funny. was more. Anyways. Yeah. He's a he's a cool guy. I think he's really good. He and writes books. He does write books. Oh yeah. Good he books. writes books. He And we don't get upset with people when they do well and write books. And I don't care how he spends his money. With their money, so just so that nobody thinks that we're dissing on preachers with sneakers. I don't really care. I don't care. Um, But he had a really good, he posted something and it was like, and someone else reposted it and that's how I found it from someone else. And then I was like, who who wrote that? And then they credited Chad Veach. But he said, he was talking about, one of his whole messages was about distance, distance brings distortion. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah. Like, and physically and yeah physically yeah that is very true and like but then he so he this is what he writes i'm gonna read it because i don't want to mess him up he said when you are too close to something it becomes larger than life and when you are Mm. too far away from something you can make it up you can make a mountain out of a molehill dang girl dang and i i didn't i didn't listen to his whole message and a lot of times i've noticed that chad and a lot of those other like a lot of pastors like that they have like a lot of those catchy like little phrases and i thought and mm-hmm. so, like sometimes they're really great because they can like things that you can just grab onto and be like oh mm-hmm. i'm gonna take this with me and like think about it for a minute yeah but i wanted to see i wanted to just hear you too because i i thought it was um i don't know i thought it was really good i think like there's kind of like what we've been going through a lot like um and i kind of took some notes down i was like we've just been there's been so much going on like we talked about um, the shooting in Uvalde, Texas, a lot long ago, a few episodes ago, we talked about the pan. I mean, the pandemic is still kind of lingering around. Um, yeah, I have to get a COVID test before I get on a plane to Africa. So it's like she's I still mean, by here. The time this like comes I'm out, not I'll really sure. Be gone, but whatever. She'll be. You'll be in Africa. But hopefully, if I can get a COVID test, it has to be <laughs> has within to be the exact... seventy-two hours. Oh my goodness! And no one here does that. So everyone, what do you do? Everyone in Humboldt County County only does the rapid, not the PCR test. And if they do a PCR test, the, you get your thing and then you get your results between or up to 72 hours. But I have to have the test 
and the results within 72 hours of flying out. So what are you doing? I'm going to have to go to the Bay Area two days early to get a test on Monday so that I can get the results on Tuesday so that I can fly out at 8 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday. Oh, my goodness. That is a hassle. Or I can get it. I can drive six hours to Reading because it's three hours there, uh-huh. three hours back to to get it and hope that I get my t- my results before I leave. Oh, my goodness. Which still isn't guaranteed. So it still takes up to 72 hours. That's crazy. So I'm, I'm pretty excited is it about because that. What, what's, what city or what? Um, it's required when you fly into Uganda. Oh, so it's, I was going to say, I think the U.S. changed their stuff, but okay, so it's something else. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. So we're still dealing with that. We're still dealing with COVID. We're still dealing like, we always say left versus right. Like politically, it's just insane right now. Everything, everything's political. Like you can't do, make anything not political. And we just voted not a couple days ago for our local and for California. Mm-hmm. Um, all that fun stuff. Did you vote for Billy? He was the only one on there, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I like Bill, and him. I like Billy, and I saw him this morning, and he's nice. So I, I, I like Billy. But anyways, yes. Did you vote for Stacey Eads? I don't know. Oh, I can't remember. I don't remember. It was a blur. But I did a lot of research, and I was very proud of myself because I spent a few days and I looked up everyone. I'm like I read about them. I I think I did. I did. I did, did your I, due diligence. I did Good job. I walked in there and I felt proud that I was walking in there and I got my sticker and I was like, cool, I did my part. I'm very sad because I did my part and it, uh, voting election day was on a Tuesday and I had to drive to Sacramento on Monday. So I did my little thing and I packaged it up in my little mail-in Boop. ballot and I put that my husband was allowed to drop it off for me. And then when I got home last night, it was still on the stove. Oh, no. So I had to throw it away. Well, you did. You had good intentions. It just didn't happen. It was very sad. <laughs> Rod, where was he? It's fine. It's okay. People, I don't think a lot of people knew. Billy Hansel was... will still get elected as sheriff without me. He will. He was the only one on there. <laughs> Someone could write anyone in there, but... Yeah. I didn't even write Mickey Mouse. Really? I know. Someone in, someone, side note, someone someone wrote in, like, I think last year, as mayor of Ferndale, someone wrote in Lori Wartman. Nah. And she was like, I don't want to be the mayor. She got enough votes that she actually got called. Like, they were like, no, you have a few votes. Like, and she was like, uh-uh, no, I don't want to be the mayor. <laughs> That's amazing. I wasn't running. I wasn't doing anything. She's like, I don't want to be the mayor. Oh. That's hilarious. Okay. But it was pretty funny. Anyway, anyway. But there's a lot of stuff. I mean, we talked we talked about last episode with high grass prices. I mean, gas is insane in California. Yeah. It's literally insane. I wonder what it will be out what what it will be at by the time this episode comes out. It'll probably, probably be like over, eight bucks a gallon. Probably about if it doesn't go back down. Jeez. Um it just everything. There's just so much and everyone Inflation is at its highest in forty one years. There yeah. There is a lot going on. And we tend to blame we tend to <laughs> divert we tend to take on a lot and get really stressed out what we also tend to do is we hear a narrative or a little short snippet of words that gets us all fired up and emotional mm-hmm. about it and we go yeah that's what i agree with and yeah. then we start saying it even if it isn't really true to who we are mm-hmm. even if it isn't really true to what we believe and i've been guilty we just of had that. an emotional response to it i've been very guilty of that and I've noticed, like, oh, those are the things that I'm closer to. So, obviously, I'm going to make it 
a little bit bigger of a priority or a, a not so much like a mole, like a giant mountain, but like I've done that before where it's like, oh, I'm, that's a close thing to me. Whereas like something else I don't really care about, you know, cause if I drive an electric car, I'm not gonna, I don't care about the gas prices. Like I, mm-hmm. Thomas said today, he's like, I have, I do not care. He has a Tesla. He doesn't care how much gas goes up. His mm-hmm. car is $6 to fill up probably or something. I don't know. Something cheap. Well, but, he should care because some of us are going to be spending our gym <laughs> membership money on fuel to get to work one of these days. Here's what I thought, though. I was like, what I, I thought this this morning as I got up and it was sunny out mm-hmm. at six in the morning. I said, I am driving my car two miles down the road to go work out. Why am I not walking? Why am I not <laughs> running to the gym? This is ridiculous. I'm paying to be at the gym and I'm driving my vehicle there when I live two minutes away from it. That's hilarious. I need to walk or ride my bike. I need to get a bike or something. I don't know. Anyway. Anywho, that's another side. Anyway, so just uh, distance. Brings distortion. Brings distortion. Mm-hmm. So if far away, you your perspective can be distorted and close up, your perspective can be distorted. My question is. Is there a distance that you should be away where do you try to find the distance where it's not distorted? Like, is there a a sweet spot where you can see clearly? I think there is a sweet spot. I think it's really hard to find sometimes. And sometimes it's very easy and you'd find yourself in the sweet spot and you're like, hey, cool, I'm good. Like, I feel like I'm seeing this pretty evenly. I feel like I'm making rational decisions on this. I feel like... But is the way that you feel really where you're seeing the... I'm saying it in quotes. Yeah. The truth. I mean, that's for I mean, that's for you guys to figure out because what someone thinks is, is the truth is going to be someone else's not the truth. You know what I mean? So So then is it really the truth? I don't know. I mean, there's got to be some truth at some point for something. So Agreed. Figuring that out, I think, <clears throat> is... I mean, there's certain things that we're just not... You're just never going to agree with the next person over on, you know? There's just some people that that's how it's going to be. But I think in those situations, you tend to find people who are either too close or too far away, as in that related to this metaphor of they're too close. So it's everything's blown up and it's just the wildest thing or they're too far away. They're distanced themselves. They don't really care. It's distorted. They don't they're not in that at all. But I think when you get two people who maybe have different sides, can it, can two things be true? Probably. There's times when well, something has my, to be fact. Like something my, has to be true question, or false. But. Here's my question though. Is truth the same as perspective? Because I can look mm-hmm. at the front of this desk and say there's six drawers. And you can look at the back of the desk. And from your perspective, there's no drawers. Mm-hmm. So... In truth, there's six sides and there's drawers on some sides and no drawers on on some other sides. But in both of our perspectives, we are seeing a different version of where all together, all the different perspectives together make up what I would call the truth, Mm -hmm. right? You would have to see it from the top, the bottom, and all four sides in order to actually see the full truth. And so my question is, is truth and perspective are truth and perspective synonymous? Mm. I guess I would say, I mean, they're not the same because until you get the whole perspective. Because by that, no, like my truth would be, or 
But in my, but then you also have to put take into account. Okay, like I, that's all I saw. So I would actually believe that that's truth. Totally. So I would actually full on. That's kind of like that uh, effect of people who think that they're doing something, like they're actually helping someone, and they're just really not helping someone. Yeah. But they actually believe that they are. Like they're they are fully. If you could hook them to a lie detector, they they would die saying that I believe that that is actually how it is. Right. I am actually doing something good, or I'm doing. I did the right thing, or whatever. So I guess. So I guess what the reason why I asked that is because. In my mind, when you said that, I went to, okay, there's got to be a sweet spot where Mm -hmm. you can see clearly. But I think I have, I've changed to say like the more perspectives you can see it from gives you a, a fuller understanding of what the actual real truth is. There's not in one plane, Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm close. That means I'm distorted. I'm far. I'm distorted. Is there some place in this same plane where I can see clearly or clearer? Yeah. But I think it's actually maybe the seeing, can I see the top? Can I I see the side? Can I see the bottom? And then as you gain different perspectives, talk to different people, get different information, Get, hear your truth hear that guy's truth for that sees it from the right hear that guy's truth that sees it from the left hear this lady's truth mm-hmm. that sees it from the top and this kid's truth that sees it from the bottom and then maybe from somebody that's inside one of the drawers yeah maybe it's going to look really dark in there but then once you talk to all the people that are outside that can see it from the outside you can be like no there's it's not dark open the open the drawer and come out you can see more clearly here let us show yeah. you like is it actually the amassing of more different types of perspectives and seeing things and that's what empathy is is being able to yeah. see things from other and someone else's perspective and someone else's side and i think well i, I mean the, the reason why we're even bringing this up because right now it's just it's so that that empathy part is almost gone for a lot of things mm, it's there for a, it's it there for be. a lot we can't allow it to be because yeah. it, that's just it's just gonna get worse if we only allow that to happen. That's it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get more polarizing. It's gonna get because like you'll once talk you st- to once you stop with empathy, mm-hmm. dehumanization is ne- is what comes next. And with that becomes all the chaos. It becomes everything that is wrong right now getting a ton times worse. Every terrible atrocity against humanity has always started with dehumanization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every genocide. There's some, it's in there. Every, it's in there somewhere. That's, that's look, what it started with. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, 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 I think, or I feel, I know that that's what we're missing right now. When we have conversations, when we see, when you, everything you do is a post. It's pulling you one way or the other. So when you scroll on TikTok, it learns what you like. It learns how your algorithm is. It's really hard to change that algorithm to. If I'm more left leaning, and I've spent longer on a video that shows something that I agree with, it's going to show me more, 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 more. I'm not going to see the right wing, you know, what they're seeing, what someone on that right wing side is seeing and and then building their truth and building their truth. So it's kind of, things are built to do that in a way if we allow them to do it. Um, But it's, it's, it's where that real human connection comes in, where you have to have these real conversations with people who are someone, you know, you talk to someone about high gas prices and the conversation turns to either buy an electric car or it turns, that's extreme, but like buy an electric car or it's all Biden's fault. Yeah. Like those, I mean, you're not wrong. Those are your, the, literally <laughs> I've had those both conversations with people. Yeah. So the thing is going back to what we were just talking about with, um, somebody packages a piece of information in a series of words that causes you to have an emotional response and you go, 
boom, that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. That's showing you one side of the desk. Yes. So if you just say, I'm married, I'm going to die on this hill. I'm going to die on this hill that the side of this desk has no drawers. And I'm going to say that this, this desk has no drawers because the, the perspective that I have attached myself to sees a blank, you know, two foot by three foot piece of wooden furniture. And I, I if anybody says that this thing has, has drawers, I'm going to tell them that they are totally wrong because the way I see it, there are no drawers on this desk. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying? So, to have that emotional response to connect to it and to refuse to see and to start seeing everybody that has a different perspective than you as the enemy is causing you intentionally, which you, you might not realize it, but yeah. you're you're refusing to see other sides. And I'm not saying you, Sage no, Johnson. I, I held, I'm saying uh, yeah. you as a person. Yes. If you refuse to have conversations with um immigrants if you refuse to have conversations with old white men if you refuse if and if old wh white men for refuse to have conversations with 22 year old hispanic men and if those two people groups refuse to have conversations with 44 year old black single moms that mm -hmm. have raised five kids by themselves and you refuse to and those people refuse to have conversations with um a sex trafficked nine-year-old in africa like Everybody is coming with a different perspective and the more perspectives you allow your you allow to come into your heart and actually shape it and to come into your mind mm -hmm. and actually shape it the the more you're going to be able to see different sides of the desk and be like I could see how from your perspective you would see that this thing has six drawers. Yeah. And I can see from your perspective how you would see that it has no drawers because you're looking at it from across the world and, you know, behind it. Yeah. But if you if if I come around to your side, I can see that if you come around to my side, you can see my side. Mm -hmm. We can both come around to your side and see, no, it's not a desk at all. It's just a two by three foot piece of wood because you're looking at the side. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like it, it, together we can get together and and increase all of our understandings mm -hmm. of something but this whole like society force feeling like you're forced to be pulled over to one side or the other is creating more distortion than needs to be there because together we see it all yeah. but alone we see a minute fragment and i think just just my own thinking of like okay there's a lot going on there's a lot of i mean quite honestly there's a lot of crime going on there's a lot of craziness going on there's a lot yeah. of polar opposites on either side of the political spectrum and i'm wondering if it's partially i don't i'm not blaming it all on isolation of covid because i think that people were just naturally going that way anyways like i hear my grandma talk or my aunt talking is like i just wish neighbors would be in their yards again like on the neighborhood like in the neighborhood out in the street and the yeah. kids would be playing and like you cook with your neighbors and you say hi to them well, i don't even i have no idea who my neighbors are like i literally have no idea who they are yeah and then I heard Erwin McManus talk about today how he was he was just saying like when people care for other people, they don't want to hurt them. Yeah. So when you care for your neighbor, say, or when you care for your community or yeah. when you care for your officers, your local officers, and when you care for your when you care for your all the way up to the president, when you care for them, maybe you don't actually agree with them, but yeah. you care for them. Yeah. You're not saying F Biden. You're not saying F Trump. You're not saying, you know, like things like that. Yeah. And you actually are believing it. When you take out that care, everything else just kind of crumbles because you don't have any, you don't care what happens to them. 
in a way. You do, but like if something bad happens, you're just kind of like, ah, it happened, whatever. <clears throat> yeah. You don't even pay attention. Yeah. But when you have this bond, like I look at my grandma, I love my grandma's street. It's Lawndale Drive in Fortuna. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's so funny because we live a block or two away. My mom and dad live another block the other way. Yeah. Opposite ends of Fortuna. Like it's weird. Fortuna is like very safe city. Yeah. But Lawndale Drive. There's some hoodlums, you know, there's some stuff <laughs> going some on. Rats. There's some stuff going on there. But my grandma lives right in the middle of it. And she is out in her yard with her dog, Lily, sitting on her chair with the pool. Her mm-hmm. neighbor, Dawn, and they're always talking. And then across the street, the other there's a very, very old woman who always comes outside in her little scooter and she blasts mm-hmm. her Italian music and my grandma. They love it. So they're having like a little block party. Mm-hmm. And they are, she's like, I just, I want that. I want that. I want that. It's creating this little bubble almost where it's like, I look out for you, you look out for me. Yeah, yeah. some things are going to happen. There's some not so good people that live next door and they keep right. stealing from us or they keep breaking our fence or whatever it mm-hmm. is. But because we're together and we're a little group, we're looking out for each other. And it's like we care enough to care and keep going. You know what I mean? Like if they didn't ever know each other, I bet that street would be nonsense it'd be it'd be crazy yeah because it already has that tendency to be a little bit wild and a little bit you know not the best but having those people that just those few people that care you can see the difference Mm -hmm. you can see like oh i'm gonna pick up this trash or i'm gonna these are little things but like when the police go by they're like oh i know him or i know her i know his family like i want him to go home safe i want him you know what i mean that that matters when you know people and you have this like perspective Mm -hmm. People can be like in Rio Dell, people can be like, oh, I hate those cops, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah. well, I went to high school with our sergeant, you know, mm-hmm. Sergeant Boucher. And I'm like, I mean, I'm kind of hoping that he's going to be the next police chief when um, what's his bucket retires. And I'm just like, I I would like that. And I do. You know, he rolls up to my house because the yep. neighbors are complaining because we, you know, we're like sawing and drilling and stuff because we're trying to put a floor in our toy hauler because we're about to leave the next day and we forgot to or we found a leak in it and we need to put the thing in there so 11 o'clock at night and he's rolling up going like hey guys what are you doing and we're just like oh you know we're just tweaking trying to get this Mm -hmm. (laughs) trying to get this floor in because we're leaving we're trying to roll tomorrow morning and he's like okay well your neighbors are calling about you and i'm like i'm sorry we'll be done in like a half an hour and he's like okay bye cool you know, yeah. but he, he knows like, and he, he used to rent from the church. And oh. so, you know, he yeah. always, you know, rolls and checks by all the mm-hmm. people that park in the parking lot for no reason. <sighs> anyway, blah, blah. But it's, and like one of our officers, I didn't know this, but we got this new neighbor across the street, probably about eight or 10 months ago, maybe a little bit more old neighbor, uh, passed away and, somebody came in and was fixing up the house and mm-hmm. you know so we are like oh cool look they're, they're fixing up the house in the neighborhood that's awesome blah 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 well i f- i find out that it was uh one of my officers and so i was like I, I was like hey i'm your neighbor and he's like oh which one are you and i'm like oh we're the one that has the dog that you know the little weenie dog and he's like oh yeah i've been running You're by like, oh, and she's like one. chased me and all this <laughs> st- i'm like her name's gracie and he's like i know she wouldn't let me pet her and you know i was like oh blah 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 this blah 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 that we always have people at our house he's like well if you ever need any place to park you can park in my half of the yeah. whatever and so we're like okay cool thanks and so now like it's just different when yeah. you know your neighbor it's like it's just different. I, yeah. can par- I can park in your yard. You can, you know, come over and we'll give you some barbecue if you want. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it, it is, you know, different. And I've lived on my street for gosh, 19 years now. Whoa. And so 
a lot of, you know, the, the neighbors that just moved in 10 years ago are like still the new neighbors, yeah, you know, what like, I, <laughs> as everyone's been yeah. there for, you know, decades, but it's really cool to, to, it's cool in a way, but it's not cool in a way. Cause sometimes like I have a sister that has a, a black husband and my sister and my, and her husband were walking down the street at seven o'clock in the morning, coming down for coffee one day. And one of the neighbors was like, Hey, and so they, of course, thought that it was because of race. And uh -huh. she was just like, no, it's because I've never seen you here. And so there was a, a little bit of a discrepancy yeah. there. And But she's like that with everyone. doesn't matter what color you are. doesn't matter if you walk or if you ride your bike or if you walk your dog. She's just going to be like, hey, what are you doing? See, and then that perspective, because you know her, you can go. Because if you didn't know her, well, yeah, obviously you'd oh, go. Yeah, they were you, obviously you would go like that is because of race. Like you would go yeah, like that. But if you sure. when you know someone, you it helps like, oh, you to be like, oh, she's just a nosy Karen. And they were you, like, well, it still sucks. But I yeah, it. it helps you to go like maybe there's a little bit of it in there. But yeah, <laughs> but you know, like the majority, it's not because of that fully. Yeah, and it helps you. But I was thinking, even like I'm just thinking of examples. Like for me, okay, before I when defunding the police came out, and that was a. Yeah. That was an idea. I was like, at first I was like, defunding the police? What does that even mean? And then I was had a lot of conversations with people who were like, that is the stupidest thing, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And then I went, well, let me look, look let into, me look it, into this because I doubt it means what people are just blurting out. I doubt it means the words that it's calling itself. Yes, I know. That's very frustrating to <laughs> some of us. But that is a but... point. That was the point of why it was made that way, which I don't yeah. necessarily agree with created, all the way. But, you so know. It was created to initiate a re an emotional response yeah, which, with people. And now looking back on it, I had an opinion on it and I was like, okay, I can get behind that. But now looking back on it, I have a new perspective. I've worked a minute in law enforcement, a little second. Yeah. And then also... It was, like a, it was a minute. Yeah, you're fine. And then... And so you see that side and then you see like talking with you and then you talk and then knowing people who are, are in law enforcement that you care about that, you know, like these are good people, mm -hmm. you know, it gives you another perspective, but it makes that perspective almost like, okay, now I can make an actual decision, which I still agree with a lot of it, relocating money and yada, 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 but I don't agree with all of it. And it mm -hmm. just helps me to have a better, edu like educating myself and to be like, okay, I was really too close or actually distance because I didn't know anybody. I didn't know anything about it. So I was mm -hmm. blurred, but I was making a decision out of a blurred distance because I thought yeah. it was the right thing. Well, now that I got a little close, okay, I can see that. So I'm able to like pull myself back and be like, no, yes. Or when something does happen and you know the people and you know the organization, you know the, live, the, the, the men and women that are actually doing the job. Yeah. When something crazy happens, like... Um, like with George Floyd, you can instantly go and make an actual rational decision quickly. Yeah. Yes or no. Not just out of everyone else telling you what is right or wrong. You can actually be like, that was wrong. And here's why I know that was wrong. Yeah. Because the, the organization does not stand for that. The humans do not stand for that. That is one bad or a few bad people right. in an organization. And so... You, you know, it's not, it's painting a picture that either, you know, you paint a picture that it's all bad or it's not all bad. Like there's, there's no in the middle. It's like, well, yeah, yeah reality is, yeah, there's some bad police. Yeah. There's also some bad churches, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of good churches and there's a lot of good police and there's yep. a lot of bad government people and, most of and them a are lot doing, of good government people. Yeah. Most of them are doing the best they can with what they have. Yeah. And which doesn't give a pass when something bad happens. It's not like, oh, well, that's just not in his nature. You know, like, look, it still needs to be looked into and it still needs to be like, that was wrong. Whatever happened. Right. But ever, but 
on everyone else is what I'm saying. Yes. Not the people that messed up. No. Everybody else, most of the time, they're doing the best they can with what mm-hmm. they have. So what you are looking for is like, okay, I don't want for somebody else to be in that position. So doing the best they can with what they have, can we change what they have so they have better stuff? Can mm-hmm. we change how they're, what the best they can is? Yes. most of the time yes yeah you know is there is there adjustments that can be made and Mm -hmm. is there stuff that needs to be looked at because at the end of the day we want our buddy billy and all of his deputies to get home safe at the end of the day and if they need mental health professionals to respond then we need to Mm -hmm. have a something set in place where they can do that Mm -hmm. and if they need to use firepower then we need them to be have the authority to be able to do that if someone is shooting up a school they need to be able to go in with guns and Mm -hmm. and disarm the shooter yeah you know what i'm saying but that does that have to be the tactic with every single thing no it, 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 yeah. We want him to have, and, and and everybody that he leads, and every police officer that I dispatch for, to have everything that they possibly can have to deal with the most amount of situations mm-hmm. possible. You know, m- mitigating safety yeah. and um, and making sure that as many people live in the process mm-hmm. as and possible. Also, like on that, like. Um, I think a lot of it is people, which we do this all the time. We go, we don't, we don't want to fix some of the issues that we can do at a, at a citizen level. So we push it on the upper people. Oh, it's the police's fault. Oh, it's the government's fault. Oh, it's this person's fault. Oh, it's that person's fault. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not always, it's, it's everybody. Sometimes it is the police's fault. So not, not the police as a whole, but like that person chose to make a bad decision Mm -hmm. or has bad tendencies or whatever or government is money hungry whatever power hungry fill in the blank but it also comes back to a a personal you have to look at yourself too like how we were talking kind of a little bit ago but on a company level you have to look at yourself too and be like what am i doing in my neighborhood yeah that is also when you know when when there's a homeless person that walks by and they they speak to me am i Am I, am I treating them as a not even a human and walking by them? Am I saying something to them that is dehumanizing or am I treating them like a human? No, I'm not going to give you money, but I'm going to I'm going to say something. I'm going to say hi. I'm going to look you in the eyes and say hi and treat you like a human. Smile maybe. Yeah. Or, or maybe I'm going to take it a step further. Do you need something? Can I buy you a hamburger? Can I buy you something? I don't know. Whatever you want to do. But it goes down to that level. Because yeah. when that level is gone, now the the upper level, which is, would be the police or the officials, now they're dealing with the psychotic crazy that's on the lower level. And it yeah. just keeps going up and up and up. So when we keep blaming everyone else, it's not it's just making this whirlwind of crazy blurred that everyone's in. And then the government's blaming this. And then we're blaming them for that. And then the people are blaming the guns and then gun people are blaming mm-hmm. the mental illness and the everyone's blaming everybody. And it's yeah. like nothing is getting done. Well, the loud people are the ones that get the publicity. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Like, and everyone seems to be thing, loud right now. <laughs> yeah. For one thing, you know, one of the things with the, with the Texas shooting is that people are 
upset because there were police officers that didn't go in and disarm the sh- disarm the shooter as quick mm-hmm. as, quickly as they can. And so for me, because I'm in law enforcement, my perspective is, okay, what are their policies? What are the, what is their training? Yeah. And what is the expectation? So it, in California, we law enforcement trains, it does not matter if there is an active shooter situation, the very first unit that is that arrives on scene goes in That's what I thought too, with yeah. the specific and only focus to, to disarm the shooter. That is the very first thing. They will not render aid to anybody that they mm-hmm. come across. They will not get people out of the line of fire. Their absolutely very first and only sole focus and goal is to is to disarm the shooter what whether you know and they're probably going to shoot him Mm -hmm. that is basically probably what's going to happen yeah everybody subsequently has their own plan but i don't know how they train in texas Mm -hmm. i don't know what the rules are in texas i don't know what the policies are for that um, department i don't know how the officer trained for active shooter situations um I know for a lot of time, for a lot of time in California, they were supposed to stay and wait for X amount of officers to go on scene. They would all go in together, but that changed several years ago. Where they were like, "No, if you are the only one on scene, you go in and you do not help anybody else. The only thing your sole job and focus is to is to do that." And every single one of these guys taken a, mm-hmm. a, a vow that they are willing to lay down their lives to protect other people, and not very many people in the country. Have said that. that. Yeah, I have never said that I am willing to lay down my life uh, yeah. for you know to save other people. Mm-hmm. But every single police officer in the state of California has done that, and at that moment, if is you are the first responder to, to an active shooter, it is at that moment that 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 is what you uh, that's what should be at the forefront of your mind because you made that vow. You're your kids, your wife, you know, that type of stuff. That's mm-hmm. not what you're supposed to be thinking about. You're supposed to be thinking about it's that hard. vow. And yeah. it is horrible yeah, it's hard to think of. Think of. Um, but, you know, and those are the questions that I ask when I look at that thing. But mm-hmm. people that don't know that wouldn't have that perspective. They would be like, you know, other places that have a different type of policy or a different strategy to deal with active shooters might be like, no, he was supposed to wait for three people and then they were all supposed to go in together mm-hmm. and they were supposed to go in this formation and they were supposed to, uh, you know, methodically go through all the buildings and then another crew was supposed to go in behind. Like, I don't know what those policies yeah. are, but, but anybody that had a different perspective and a different policy came from a different type of policing, came from a different training, a different background, they would have different ways that they would be like, no, this is, they did what they were supposed to do so what needs to happen which no one wants to talk about this no one wants to sit and look at the law in texas or the rules the way that they're trained the way that they police the way that the Mm -hmm. academies are training them the way that the you know nobody wants to look at that stuff and be like and compare what they did to what the policies were and and determine whether or not he did the right thing or not because at the end of the day your department is like with the with I don't know with certain departments I don't know about other other law enforcement agencies you know yeah but I know that in our department if we have an officer that's killed in the line of duty like we have an eleven ninety nine foundation that comes mm-hmm. and they take care of the family and they take care of funeral expenses and they get a certain amount of money and they have all of these access and all these things but the guys have to you know I don't know if it's if this is true but I would imagine that there has to be some sort of like you should be doing what you were supposed to be doing. You know, yeah. you can't just be some like 
rogue doing like acting way outside of policy and way outside of yeah. your training and just expect you know i don't know there's mm-hmm. a lot of different there's things so to think much about to it yeah. but if you, but for me as like a closer perspective i'm going to be distorted usually on the on in the favor of the mm-hmm. cops because all the ones that i know are good cops yeah you know but somebody that has a only bad experiences they're gonna be be looking at that way distorted yeah in that way they're gonna be like no cops are dirty cops are horrible they all should die we shouldn't even have them blah 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 (laughs) blah. you you know and then someone in the but i i don't think that being in the middle between being close and being far is the answer i think having more perspectives Mm -hmm. is is the answer and that's why clearly thankfully i'm I feel like I've kind of seen it a little bit with with this with the evolving thing a little bit you know i've i've heard because at first it was like gun it was like no guns and then it was like the on the left side and then on the right side it was like every, everybody needs to like, throw the guns at the schools like every teacher the secretary needs a, a gun i'm like ah, no 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 you're no just, no you're no you're just imagining annie k with a little holster i'm imagining my mom imagine my grandma i'm imagining me i'm imagining i don't want a gun when there's 20 kids around like i don't want that maybe someone else does no 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 please no <laughs> I don't know if that's... I don't think that's the solution. This is Horner with an AK behind her back. I, like, it's funny to joke about, but yeah. like, I just know. I just can't see it either. But, but what I have seen now that it's been, okay, a week or two or, you know... A month. Uh, however long whatever. it's been. People are going, okay, let's look at... Let's look at the gun training... Or the um, active shooting training that the officers got yeah let's look at what happened why they didn't go in let's look at gun reform let's look at um bettering our building better schools and then the schools that we have making them a little making them safer do we want to have security guards do we want to have teachers with guns talk about it fine let's talk about it let's let's get every perspective and then make decisions out of that. Yeah. Make I, decisions at our actual rational decisions, not just like throw all the guns into the ocean and be done with them. Yeah, for throw sure. all the police, fire all the police officers and be done with them. You know, yeah. it, it, these that's not good. These extremes can't be dealt with. No. I, I, we were just at, uh, I was just at a training for the Highway Patrol down at the academy and um, the commander for dispatch comes in and she's like, hey, so this is a problem that we're trying to solve and I just want you to know all crazy ideas are being considered. So okay. if you have a crazy idea, now is the time Let to submit it. This is the problem. We're pr- we are looking at a time frame of two to eight years to be able to come to a solution if we end up kind of going this direction. This is probably how long it's going to take if we end up going this direction and have to start from scratch. This is probably about how long it's going to take. This is our guess. But if you guys have ideas, you know, just shoot me an email. Let me know. She says all crazy ideas are being considered right now. We'll Mm -hmm. basically take everything and we'll sift through it and we'll make decisions based on the things that you guys give. And I was just like, that's such a cool um, way to attack a problem to use the people that that you have around you and that have been doing the job for, you know, five, 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. 20, 30 years to help you solve this problem. You know, she's pretty new to the agency, but she's just re- a really great problem yeah. solver. So it's really cool to have somebody be like, listen, I've never been a dispatcher. I have five years on the department. You guys collectively have probably a hundred years. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it was like, there was like 10 people <laughs> in the room. So. Years. It's been eighty-four years, <laughs> but anyway, it was just cool to be like, "Hey, this is the groundwork of this problem. Like, can we uh, work? All crazy ideas yeah. are considered." Was just such a cool um, way to come come at it. I think it's the I only thought. way to healthily, healthily come at it. 
It was pretty cool. It has to be that way. Like it, it, it we've done things so much on the opposite end. Yeah. That we are seeing Only the rational ideas will be considered. But we are seeing the results of that and it's not and we don't like it. It's kind of the shoot for the moon and you'll land amongst the stars. You're still going to get progress, mm-hmm. but it might not be as much as what you originally thought, but we'll still There's go progress. somewhere. It's somewhere. It's not going back. It's going forward. Mm-hmm. And if we make that decision and it ends up being horrible, yeah. I guess that's the risk you have to take when you're trying to be inventive and you're trying to be mm-hmm. and you're trying to be creative and you're trying to uh, create solutions to a problem. And what if they heard it, you know, 30 times and but and they said yes on the 31st time? Mm-hmm. Or what if you, they heard it 100 times and they said yes on the 101st time? You're you're not going to stop trying to give solutions just because they yeah. didn't take the first one. Like give a hundred more. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I think it's good. Perspective is everything. Yeah. Perspective is. We need to know when we're close or far, and yeah. and expected certain bit of distortion. Mm-hmm. It's just it's going to be there, whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but fighting for that perspective, that whole perspective, fighting for empathy, fighting for all that is it, it, it's a must. Has to be. I would agree with that. But yeah. Anywho. All right. Well, love from Africa, guys. Jenny's on her way to Africa if she doesn't get COVID. <laughs> <gasps> How dare you? Wouldn't that be embarrassing to get COVID this far into it? No. <laughs> I saw a video on TikTok of this girl was like, it was like, it was like survived the whole pandemic. And doesn't get COVID once, like went to work every single day, didn't get COVID once. It's June of, or yeah, June of 2022, COVID's over and gets COVID. It's like, <laughs> really? I'm going to get it now? No. Now's when I'm going to get it? Okay, cool. I've already had it, so it's fine. I somehow have dodged it. I am not trying to get it uh, right before my trip, though. Mm-mm. So. I have saged myself. I have prayed to the COVID gods. I have aligned my moon rocks. You know, my we don't aura. believe in that stuff. I've prayed oh to Jesus. Gosh. I have done all the things. I talked to my Capricorn <laughs> rising I have sign. Burned my uh, patchouli and I have said, please, Rona, no. You're spare crazy. me another day. Anywho. You're crazy. On that note, Jen's going to be in Africa. I'm going to be in Jackson Hole, maybe. You are? I think I'm going to go over the 4th. Oh, snap. Fun. I know, I know, I know. Fun, fun, fun. Anywho. All right. We'll see you next time on 95 Bellevue. Ooh.